Welcome to the news with Widow SRC, episode 5 for 2020. Welcome back to school for term 3. Our regular news podcast will return in week 3, but this week we bring you a special episode. Before the holidays, our SRC leaders met with Minister David Spears. Minister Spears is the member for Black and also the Minister for the Environment. After meeting with our SRC about our school's recycling programs, Minister Spears agreed to be interviewed for our podcast. David Spears is the member for the electorate of Black in the South Australian Parliament. He is the Minister for Environment and Water, which also covers sustainability, conservation, the River Murray and climate change. He is visiting our school to talk to the SRC about reducing single-use plastic in our school and environment. Welcome to our podcast, Minister, and thank you for making time for this interview. Uh, thank you for having me. It's good to be at Woodend Primary School again. How long have you lived in Australia and how hard was it to come here? Well, that's a, that's a really good question. So I've lived 17 years in Australia and I lived 17 years in Scotland. So I grew up on a farm in the southwest coast of Scotland and I moved here when I was uh, 17. Mum and Dad moved to Hallett Cove uh, and I've lived in and around this area, this Hallett Cove Shadow Park Merino area since then. What made you want to be a politician? Look, when I moved here from uh, uh, Scotland back in 2002, I was... Uh, really a bit lonely and lost to be honest and so I got involved in a lot of community stuff particularly uh, sporting and environmental things so I was uh, heavily involved in surf lifesaving and that's how I know uh, Vicky one of your teachers and uh, also I am um, I've been uh, very involved in environmental things at community level. And so one thing led to another. I was really passionate about where I lived, particularly that coastline along Hallett Cove. That led me to run for council. And I went on to Marion Council in 2010 uh, when I was 25. And then I, um, I progressed to state parliament in 2014 representing this area as well. How does the job compare to your expectations? Well, it's busier. It's much busier. So in 2018, following the state election, I became the Environment Minister. So I'm the local MP for the Shadow Park area, and I look after local people's interests and, uh, and fight for the local community. But from 2018, so for the last two years, I've also been uh, the state's Environment Minister. And that means I've got responsibilities from one end of the state to the other. In fact, I'm responsible for 23% of the state state, uh, which is an area the size of the UK. I'm responsible for national parks, for rivers, for 5,067 kilometres of coastline, and for SA water, so our drinking water, for reservoirs, which I'm currently opening up, uh, for national parks and animal welfare, for waste management and single-use plastic. I've got lots to do. Do politicians ask for a portfolio or are they given one? That is an excellent question. I suppose you're given what you take and the Premier gives you those portfolios but I have to admit that I asked to be the Environment Minister. The Premier called me in 2017 and he said he was going to do some staffing changes. I was a junior member of Parliament at that point and he said, is there anything you're particularly passionate about? Uh, he wasn't the Premier at this stage, he was the leader of the opposition and I said, I, said, I was holding my little godson at the time. I was standing out in the backyard in Happy Valley. I remember it so clearly, January 2017. And I said, look, Premier, I love our environment here in South Australia. And 
could you make me a shadow environment minister? And he said, well, I don't think anyone's asked to be the environment minister before. And I said, well, that's what I want to be. And uh, he said, leave it with me. Uh, and a few days later, he gave me that job. Your portfolio has many elements. Do you think you can do it all justice, especially as every part is extremely important to our future? These questions are really, really good questions. I feel that I am very stretched, and it's a, but I guess that's the job of being a minister. So, what you have to do is you have to keep on making sure everything's managed to a certain level of quality, but then you have to pick up the things you really want to reform, you really want to drive change in. So, for me, locally, one of the big things is creating Glenthorne National Park, and that's just out in Majors Road at O'Halloran Hill. We're creating a new national park there. Uh, that's going to change this community forever. We're going to have the state's largest adventure nature playground there. We're going to get schools involved in helping design that. We're going to plant tens of thousands of trees there. So that's something I put extra effort into. We're opening up our state's reservoirs for recreation. Happy Valley Reservoir is going to open. and putting lots of effort in there. And then we've got our single-use plastic stuff, uh, which is going to see South Australia ban a whole range of plastic items and lead the nation. So you've got to pick the things that you want to push really hard with, uh, but at, in, at the same time keep everything um, uh, ticking along nicely below that. Are there parts of your job that you are especially passionate about? Yes, so I've just touched on Glenthorne National Park. I just think this is going to be the best thing, not only for our city, but also for the local electorate that I'm the Member of Parliament for. So Glenthorne is going to be incredible, and anyone from the school who wants a special guided tour by me once it opens, I'm happy to do that, because I, I feel like I know just about every tree and every rock in that place. Uh, I'm also very passionate about national parks and wildlife, because... Uh, we have got lots of parks in this state. Uh, I've worked very hard to get a bit more money to look after our national parks and to get more rangers working in our national parks. We're blessed to have such diverse national parks like wilderness areas out in the desert to beautiful coastal areas. I spent last week over on the Eyre Peninsula, about eight hours drive from here, looking at national parks over there. And uh, so I just want to create these places that people can go, they can get a sense of peace there, they can build up their knowledge and, and love of nature and just get away from things. And I think we can do really well with our national parks. Do you think it would be a good idea to have more rubbish separation in bins in public places? I think we can always do uh, better when it comes to waste management and one of the challenges is getting people to do the right thing when it, it, it comes to putting items in which bin that they need to be in. Uh, so the more separation we can have in public places the better. One of the things that stops local councils doing that is people putting things in the wrong bin and that leads to quite a high level of contamination and uh, and that then costs the money, uh, the council's money to, to sort out. So. Um, we do need more sorting in public places, but we also need people doing uh, the right thing, and that's where education comes into it. What has been the impact of the Hallett Cove Landcare Group? 
So uh, there, there are a couple of really good environmental groups in the Hallett Cove area looking after Hallett Cove Conservation Park and also the Field River uh, which runs into the sea right in the southern part of Hallett Cove and I was one of the founding members of the Field River group and that has been the opportunity to turn a really degraded environment along that river uh, into a much healthier environment which will then link into the new Glenthorne National Park. So we need our volunteers in these lands care groups they're often called friends groups uh, we need them to uh, plant trees and pull out weeds and pick up rubbish and just make our environment a better place and anyone who's a member of those groups I, I just want to thank them because they do so much for our, our environment are you confident the water sharing issues of the Murray can be solved oh, that is the hardest part of my job the River Murray such an incredible river it flows from Queensland through New South Wales through Victoria it impacts the ACT and then it comes into South Australia and twice a year I have to sit down with the water ministers from those states as well they drive me nuts it's really difficult but we are slowly getting a bit of agreement around some things the Murray-Darling Basin Plan is the document that guides how water is shared and it is going quite well. South Australia has experienced a drought. We are not in drought at the moment, it's rained, but over the last couple of years we haven't had much water. But the Murray has stayed pretty healthy and the lower lakes and the Coorong could be better but it's pretty good and that's because we are getting the water sharing stuff right but we do need to fight for more water. Have you changed your mind about any environmental issues since you started your job? Oh, I wish you'd given me these questions beforehand. Let me think. Um, I guess in my job, I get lots more information at my fingertips now I'm the environment minister you know if I need some information and some evidence or research or science I get that sent to me pretty easily so um, I I've learned a lot so I might not necessarily have changed my mind on particular issues but I've learned about things I just did not know anything about so I was always passionate about national parks and wildlife but I didn't know much at all about waste management and I didn't know much about recycling and I didn't know much about water and water sharing and things like that so I suppose in terms of changing my mind I'm a little bit more down on Victoria and New South Wales than I used to be uh, but I'm uh, also very appreciative of how challenging water management is. Do you have any suggestions for schools to help reduce single-use plastic? I think schools have a really big opportunity to lead by example and take the message home as to what we should be doing with reducing single-use plastics. So I think schools have the opportunity to trial alternatives and, and even do a little bit of research and testing. What's better than a single-use plastic straw? Is it one made out of a, a, a stock of grain? Is it one made out of silicon? Is it one made out of metal? I think schools can do those experiments in school, take the message home. I think when it comes to uh, packed lunches and lunches and pieces of food brought from home, uh, schools should be really working hard to take the message home that we don't want lots of needless and unnecessary wrapping around that. Glad wrap is often not necessary and uh, so I'd love to see the school really push the nude food concept and try and take that message home and get to a situation where students go home and say to their, their parents or carers look 
we don't need to wrap that up in three bits of GLADRAP and, uh, and, and create that accountability. Do you think politics gets in the way of getting things done, like people disagreeing about how to do things and stuff? I think it does a little bit, but look, I my my job's made up of various different bits. I spend a lot of time out in my electorate around Hallett Cove and Shido Park. I spend some of my time out in other parts of the state as the Environment Minister, and I spend a little bit of my time in Parliament. Parliament is where the argy-bargy of politics happens, and I don't really engage in that very much. I sort of sit on my iPad and, and work away in there uh, and just let them get on with it. I'm focused on trying to make our environment as healthy as it can be and uh, trying to ignore the, the nonsense of politics, but there's no doubt there is a little bit about that uh, along the way. However, the system that we have, while it's not perfect compared to what some other countries have, it's pretty good. And this, a scary statistic is that less than half the world actually lives in a democracy where they can vote their politicians in or out where, when they don't like them. Every four years, people in Shadow Park get to come to Wood End Primary School uh, and say whether they like me being their local leader or not. There are lots of people in the world that don't get that opportunity. So I think our system's not perfect, but it's pretty good. Are you pessimistic or optimistic about climate change? I'm reasonably optimistic because I think we are, well, firstly, in South Australia, we are leading the world with climate change. Uh, there is no doubt uh, we are really pushing the boundaries. Our climate change targets around renewables and around getting emissions down are the most ambitious in the country, uh, and our strategies are the best in the world. There are some tricky things that have to happen uh, in order for us to reach our, our emissions targets, uh, but I, um, I think we'll get there. Uh, we do need to transition to more electric vehicles in the, in the medium term. We're doing really well with renewable energy by about 2030, so within the next decade, we'll get to 100% renewable energy in this state, so I've got no concerns about that at all. Um, there are other challenges though. Obviously we are one small component of the, the, the world's uh, global situation and uh, my worries come from countries like China, like India, uh, some African countries which are developing their industries and, uh, and that's leading to more pollution and of course we don't have a lot of uh, control over that here in South Australia but what we can do is show examples of how it can work really really well. Interestingly uh, during the time of coronavirus uh, emissions across the world have dropped incredibly and that is because People are spending more time at home, there's less people in vehicles, but more than anything else, there are less people flying. Uh, air travel contributes 16% of the world's emissions, and that's gone to, from 16% to about 1% this year. So we will meet all our climate change targets globally uh, this year because of coronavirus, but can we make that last into the future? That is the end of our question for Mr Spears. Thank you very much for coming today and answering them. Well, thank you for having me at Wood End Primary School, and I, I look forward to getting back here very soon.